Welcome to this week's Entry into Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And my name is Earl. And this week we are actually doing our favorite thing. We're doing our top ten list of the year. <laughs> yeah, these are a few of our favorite things. Uh, when the dog they bites. They all spark joy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, somehow Marie Kondo landed on our top uh, ten list. Oh, She's actually wow. our sponsor. Uh, <laughs> she just she asked us to throw ourselves out and we thought that meant for a sponsorship. Yeah. So we're just waiting your, your check, Marie. <laughs> yeah, check. Did you hear that she uh, did some pretty crazy shit here recently? I know that she sells a bunch of junk like on a website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the lady that's uh, responsible for helping you tidy up now has a web store where you can buy a bunch of random shit. Well, you know what sparks joy? Money. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. I mean, she's being honest in a way. Yeah. Uh, but this episode is going to be number 10 through 6. It's part 1 and part 2 will be the 5 through 1. will be coming to you next week. Yes. Uh, we're also going to talk about today uh, the TV shows and comic books that we're most excited for or for 2020. Why don't you kick us off? What okay. are you excited for? So before we look back, let's look yeah, forward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think for TV shows, I'm most looking forward to, for the new ones, Lock and Key. Yeah. Um, I know you've read that book and you've yeah. told me it's good. I don't believe you. Even though Joe, Joe Hill is now my mortal arch enemy that I learned this year. Uh, why, why is Joe Hill uh, Stephen King's son? Uh, because in Basketful of Heads, he had a ska joke that I did not appreciate. Uh, and now we're and now we're, we're we have a blood feud. Yeah, he did say something about ska being the worst form of music. I think that it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys exist. Yeah, I get it. Um, more than an actual TV show, which by the way, here the TV show that I'm most excited that maybe will happen this year is Why the Last Man. Great choice. Yeah. yeah, we say maybe because like these are supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah, uh, Lock and Key definitely is, uh, yes, but TV is. we don't really know why it could be announced in two months or it could be announced on January 1st of next year. Yeah, I'm also hoping that maybe we'll get some news on the Watchmen TV show. Yeah, uh, that would be great for me. Uh, I absolutely love that I show. Agree. So uh, hopefully, there's news on that show. I, I mean, I know in the coming year. I mean, I'm, we're both obviously looking forward to the DC Universe shows. Uh, not DC Universe, sorry. The Disney Plus shows. WandaVision got bumped up to this year. Yes, uh, WandaVision. Holy shit. I'm actually looking forward to Stargirl a lot, though. Not because I really care about Stargirl that much. And the trailer didn't really, like, wow me. But the DC Universe has just had good show after good show after good show that they've had a good track record so far. So. I can't believe that they stole an idea based off of a song by The Weeknd. Uh, Starboy. <laughs> well, uh, I'm pretty sure Starboy co-created Stargirl with uh, Jeff Johns. That sounds like I don't think Starboy or he did Jeff the Johns art. is able to be pregnant. So tell me how that works, scientists. It's true. We could we might also be seeing like the end of like the Jeff Lowe like MCU uh, TV universe with Hellstrom on Hulu. Yeah. Because uh, I even though that show's coming, I wouldn't surprise me if it only lasted one season. But who knows? Uh, it all depends whether Feige likes it or not. Or I can't imagine he's got a bunch of future plans for Damien Hellstrom, but who knows? Yeah, I don't think that's in Feige's cards. I think a lot of these Marvel shows... Oh, I don't think we talked about any of the animated stuff on Hulu that's going to be coming out this year. Yeah, although we don't know if it's going to be coming out this year because animation yeah, takes fair. forever. Uh, there's also the Human Master of the that's Universe animated show as well, too. Uh, I don't care about that. Which they're working on. Um, so, I mean, animation's even harder to pinpoint when it's going to come out. But I know I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the How the Duck TV show. Yep. 
the Modoc TV yeah, show. Yeah, the Modoc one yeah. stands out to me a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll watch them all. Uh, uh, comic books. What are you excited in the world of comics, Alex? I'm just ready Does for... Does excite you more than me? Uh, just for more X-Men books. That, that's all I want. Yeah, I think my number one thing is to see how this Hickman run shapes out and to see what uh, what's really fleshed out and to kind of see the collected versions and see what that entails and how readable it all is. Because <clears throat> if you're following along and reading it exactly how it should be, it's great. It's yeah. really wonderful. But if you're not, if you're reading one or two series, I'm very curious to see how that shakes out. Yeah, probably the greatest series of all time. Uh, probably on Time's <laughs> greatest novel of all time. Wow. Okay, fair enough. It'll be the first 10,000-page omnibus, just one collection. Uh, I'm excited to see, hopefully, the return of Saga this year. That'd be nice. Uh, it's been over a year now since Saga went on hiatus, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you are 100% correct. Uh, so they said they'd be on break for at least a year. Hopefully they return this year. Hopefully we see a return of a couple of Scott Snyder series. Maybe Witches will come back. Maybe American Vampire will uh, come Witches back. Witches has been confirmed to come back. We'll see. I, it's been like the Bad Egg preview came out like two years ago. Jock confirmed on his Instagram within the last two or three days that Witches has been confirmed for a date this year. So that's cool. Um, the other thing that I'm most excited for in comics um, would be what's next for Batman. Uh, James Tinian starts his Batman run literally uh, this upcoming week. So by the time... This episode is available. James Tinian's Batman will be available. And it was just, I want to say, a short 14, 15 issue run. Yeah, uh, I think 15. And I think Brian Edward Hill is the rumor to take over Batman for the longer run. Wow. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure. Who the fuck has he done? Uh, you know a couple things. He's written for TV. He's written for a okay. book it's called Fallen Angels. Uh, he wrote American Carnage. Uh, all stuff we've talked about in here. Hmm. We'll see. I'll give everybody, I'll give anybody a chance on Batman. Yeah, I really will. I'll 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 read it. I'll see what it's like. Would I'm you give a, Hitler a chance on Batman? Absolutely. If he was really good at it, that'd be really dark I'd Batman. Like, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be like if you're like the best Batman story ever? Like, oh man, like I really should not appreciate this art. Considering yeah, like Hitler's Batman's pretty good though. <laughs> Well, you're getting a bit off topic. Uh, why don't we go ahead and just dive in? No, we're not off topic yeah. at all. We're yeah. talking about. Things that we should be talking about. We're talking about the future. But let's talk about the past now because Alex yeah. is so consumed by it. It's true. So we're going to go through uh, 10 to 6 on our podcast here today. Our, so you, this is your bottom five of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the five yeah. things that you like the least of this year? Uh-huh. It's things that I just wish never came to existence. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so without further ado, I'd say let's just kick the shit off. Okay. Before, how many total do you think we'll have in common by the end of it? Uh, Six or seven. Okay, I'm going to take the under on that. Oh, God. So. Well, I'm not looking forward to any but of this we'll, we'll total up at the very end. Yep. I, I think six is probably a fair bet. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first? Um, yes. Okay. I do want to go okay. first. Um, so my number 10 is Shazam. And what I'm going to do after each of... Uh, each of the ones that I announced is spell Shazam. <laughs> I'm going to spell Shazam after each one. Yes. Uh, I'm actually going to give you the IMD, like a, a clip from the IMDB. Uh, so you can know what the movie's about. Sure. If you didn't get a chance to see it. So Shazam also spoilers for every movie we talk about. Oh God. Thank yeah. you. Nailed that one. Uh, and Shazam. TV show. Yeah. And TV yeah. shows. Cause they'll, those will be on here too. It's movies and TV shows. Yes. Best of the best. Yeah. Uh, Shazam, the best movie about a kid's birthday party magician you'll see all year, starring Sinbad and Zachary Quinto. 
That I mean, that's exactly how I feel. And I saw that movie. It was the yeah. best. Yeah, I really enjoyed Shazam though. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. More fun than I expected it to be. Uh, I loved like the the creatures and like because they had like that horror effect and like true horror like you'd see in like uh, the Conjuring or the Nun type thing. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that in this movie at all whatsoever. Yeah, even though the filmmaker I can't remember the director's name. Zack Snyder. <laughs> so I want to say it was like Derek Anderson or something like that. I can't fly with me, but he he has a background in horror. Uh, nice. as well. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. So, I mean, it, it brought in magic into the DC universe. Yeah. It brought like really happiness good. and joy, which is what we really haven't seen in the DC universe. Yeah. There was a lot of smiles. It was still really dark though. Do you, did you have any like friends when you were growing up? Well, uh, that no. were, <laughs> well, sorry, no. never mind. <laughs> well, did you know anybody who was not allowed to watch like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. When they were growing yes. up, we were also in Oklahoma in the Bible yeah. Belt. I had cousins, yeah. like first cousins that were not allowed to watch Harry Potter because of magic. Do you think people are <laughs> Which still Which is a real shame because now they're all addicted to magic. <laughs> the gathering? No, actual magic. They <laughs> cast spells. They take the Hogwarts Express. Yep. Uh, Son of a bitch. They're creating horcruxes they're every day. <laughs> Their souls are scattered. <laughs> uh, do you think parents nowadays are still having that hang up? Uh, like people our age, uh, I'm are sure like, there. You know what? We can't watch Shazam. There's too much magic in it. I'm sure there there are still some, but like I think the internet changed everything with just the availability of everything out there. It's too hard for parents to control what their kids see, and and I never want to see my child ever learn that there's such things as jelly beans that are any flavor possible because that would just ruin his existence. How would that ruin his existence? Well, it's magic. That's how. <laughs> Uh, this movie was, was really fun. It was really, really funny. The funniest DC movie I think that we've ever had. Yes. It's not, doesn't have much competition in that regard. <laughs> There's zero competition. Uh, but but yeah. I hear the Zack Snyder cut of, of <laughs> Justice League is it basically, is. A, it's always sunny. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did just replace every person with Mark Maron. So <laughs> it was bold. I heard he does a great Wonder Woman. Um, I would and even better Lois Lane to see Mark Maron in the Batman costume. I mean, he wasn't Joker, so we're not that far off. No, he's close. Yeah, and we're getting there. Uh, my number ten uh, kind of surprised me because uh, I also want to say too before I say my number ten is that we didn't talk about everything this year. So there's some stuff that we could talk about or mention that we didn't ever talk about, oh, like the, the Kitchen or Men in Black doing? International or what the fuck are you doing Elite Battle Angel but this we did talk about and it's okay. Harley Quinn on the DC universe I I kept putting the uh Harley Quinn at my 11 and 10 spot and back and forth and then I realized I forgot something so it got bumped permanently unfortunately um so I mean, that's, that's at my 11 or 12 Well it, it hasn't the Spoiler season alert, 1 is not done for my own reason. uh but it did have probably my favorite joke of the entire year and it was a joke involving Airbud I don't want to ruin the joke for anyone, but if you haven't seen it, it's in episode four. Uh, and I know the show's not for everyone, but, like, it's, again, like, Matt mentioned fun with Shazam for the DC universe. And, like, it's just, even though it's not, like, in the film universe, it's just fun in DC, which I feel like something that we this really This television need. show is fun as fuck. I, when I was heavily considering it before I realized it was safely in my 11 spot, um, I watched five or six episodes over the last five days. So good. Yeah, it's amazing. Very, very funny and just off the fucking cuff. And it's absolutely absurd and like nothing you've ever seen in DC before. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing else like there out there for when it comes to superhero television or movie products right now when it comes. It's it's very unique in its own. 
yeah. guess like the boys would be the closest, but the boys is a different wheelhouse. Oh, oh yeah, that's a whole yeah, yeah. different thing. All right. So what's your number nine uh, new shindig thing of the year? Alex, I'm I'm glad you asked uh, <laughs> well, because I've got it for you, my friend. Okay. My number nine movie is Captain Marvel. And to quote IMDb, uh, Wonder Woman 2 was really good and basically made all other MCU movies useless. Uh, is there anything Gal Gadot can't do? I think that's actually a review that I read and not actually what IMDb said. No, no. I'm pretty sure that was a review that you read. Let me show that person because I got an advanced screening of Wonder Woman 84. Uh, what really ticks me off about this movie, and I, by the way, it's fantastic. You get to see Brie Larson's feet. So if you're into that, there you go. Easy, Tarantino. <laughs> hey, he just won a Golden Globe. Uh, good for him. Super proud of that man. Brie Larson's incredible in, yeah. in this film, and she is an absolute fucking badass. And the Marvel Universe has needed this for a long, long time, and it's about damn time they got it. My only complaint is it basically negates 22 films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, and something that I'm sure we'll probably talk about later. Uh, I also had one of the best moments of the year uh, when it had Stan Lee reading the script for Mallrats. That's probably my favorite Stan yeah. Lee cameo of all time. Uh, so well, you're also Kevin Slit, Kevin Smith slut. Uh huh. So yeah, yeah. I so it. It, it was probably the best acting of the year in that moment. Like I really hope that gets the best supporting actor not at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, that will not happen. He's been gone for a year, so he won't get an Oscar thing this year. Well, that's why nobody watches the Oscars anymore. <laughs> that's the only reason. Uh, so my, what else you got for for Captain Marvel though? Uh well, I think like Captain Marvel's weakest points was again like it. Like a lot of Marvel films, the villain was not great. Even though I like Jude Law a lot, his performance was good. I just think they didn't build him up enough. But the soundtrack was really good. Uh, we got a bunch of 90s music. We got uh, No Doubt in the soundtrack. We had posters for 311 in the background. Yeah, so Alex uh, had a massive ska boner. And I am a sucker for like the de-aging technology. So I love seeing the de-aging tech on Coulson. And Nick Fury. I thought they only used it on Brie Larson. <laughs> they did. She's actually 80 years old. <laughs> uh, and like, even like, I'm watching The Irishman right now, and like, I'm an hour through it, so I still have two and a half hours left. Uh, and like, even the de aging tech, when I watch that, I'm like, it's not as good as it was in Captain Marvel. People probably disagree with me, but I'm going to stand by that opinion. It's super CGI but you buy it still. I mean, it's a shame. Everybody knows Why didn't they go? is not. Uh, 40 years old anymore. Why don't they go to the Cree, Cree homeworld of Hala and actually shoot that there on location? Yeah, and really get true. actual Cree soldiers. They had to just, been way more interested. Yeah. No Cree actually in the film. Always cast in Hollywood actor types. <laughs> when they're going to cast international roles for once. <laughs> uh, my number nine uh, of the year is Shazam. A film we already talked about. Hey! hey. Uh, for those keeping score at home, there's one in common <laughs> and only the first two picks. Uh, and it's just something that, um, we've talked about already, but like, it was just fun. Like I've rewatched this film. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of like the Shazam, like extended family, but I love the ending with them. And it will go out on a limb and say, I hate the Shazam (laughs) extended family. Uh, except for Freddie. Freddie is great. Sure. Uh, so good for Adam Brody for getting a chance to do that. Uh, I thought the villain Adrian Brody. (laughs) Uh, different, different movie. That's called The Pianist. And still lighthearted and joyful, I guess. Uh, like Shazam. Uh, just not as dark. 
Um, where they pee on everybody, the pianist. Yes, exactly. Cool. Like uh, you can only watch it on Amazon after dark. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we were just a lot. I'm excited they're making a sequel. I want to say it's coming out in 2022 because uh, we got a teaser at the end of the post credit scene. So I can't wait to see how a giant worm or a tiny little worm takes out Shazam. Or sorry, Captain Marvel, who is not Shazam. It's all confusing. But yeah. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Because are you right now? Captain Marvel is, in the movie Shazam, his character is Captain Marvel. His name is not Shazam. I disagree. Well, I guess. <laughs> Congratulations. I disagree with history and facts. Uh, my number eight, this might be an extremely low ranking, but we're ranking comic book stuff here. Yeah. Um, my number eight for the year, eight, is Joker. Uh, so here's here's what I've got on here. Uh, do you like depressing clown movies? I've got a film just for you. Just kidding. Too bad. This comedy features Golden Globe winner, the Phoenix from Harry Potter, uh, and my favorite segment from Jimmy Fallon ever. So this movie was really cool. Yeah. The best Gary Glitter sequence I've ever that's seen true. in my life. I mean, at least the best one that's, that's legal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's Joker was the best movie I saw this year that I never want to see again. <laughs> like, like that's how I say it. talk about Joker. Yeah, I'll watch it one more time in like ten years. Yeah, if Joker wins Best Picture again, if I watch it again, it's because like it's been years later and someone never got a chance to see it, and they asked if yeah. I want to see it, and oh, like that's God. why. But like, I never need to see this film again, and it was fantastic. Uh, this movie was just hands down probably better than every other movie that and TV show that we're going to talk about. On an empirical movie scale. Really something to, to behold. Something absolutely incredible. It had tons of twists and turns. And some of the best dance moves you'll ever see. It's true. But that being said, in the comic book realm, for me, this doesn't come close uh, to my top five. It's number eight, and it's a yeah. great, great movie. Love it very much. My number eight. Don't want to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is very similar. It's very dark and depressing. I never want to see it again. Uh, it's Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, just the thought of Spider-Man being away from his Aunt May was too much for me. Uh, but no, Spider-Man: Far From Home was great. Like Shazam, it had a lot of great comical beats throughout it. Uh, it was our first post-snap movie, uh, so it answered a lot of questions. It had one of my favorite sequences where Betty Brant is doing the the news for the school and she clips post snap and the band disappears and shows up playing a basketball game and the band comes back in the middle of a game uh just dealing with how all their teammates not teammates their classmates some of them aged up five more years are you trying to say they're not a team alex yeah i'm trying to say they're not a team wow. uh the first dealing with the death of tony stark uh Who? and peter's grief with that. that and i think jake gyllenhaal was great as mysterio yeah um well i might just because it might be happening on this exact episode, I will say that maybe I'll talk about this more in a minute as well. Okay. Um, but great movie. Really fun. And I think there are better sequences in this film than in the first one. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the first Spider-Man uh, with... With Tobey Maguire? Uh, yeah, with to- Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, or Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is probably still... I love Spider-Man 3. I genuinely <laughs> love that dance sequence in Spider-Man 3. Oh my god! Yeah, hey, we're talking about dancing with this in Joker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Spider Man did it first and did it better. Uh, yes, yeah. without a shadow yeah. of a doubt, Spider Man did it better. 
Uh, but I, I will say, actually, I'll talk about it whenever you, you talk about it when you get to Spider Man. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't say anything about well, it. Well, if it's in your list, I'll wait till. If not, <laughs> then I'll never say it, and everyone will wonder what I was going to say. Yep. So I, I yeah. hope that's the case. Yeah. Uh, number seven for me is Umbrella Academy. Uh, Alex's favorite uh, writer, comedian, comic book writer, uh, and part of Alex's favorite band. Comedian. (laughs) He does it all. He does everything. Triple threat. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Gerald Way. Oh, yeah. Gerard Way uh, and Umbrella Academy. He makes his uh, Netflix debut with this absolute masterpiece that came out early in the year. Most emo thing I watched all year, and I watched Joker, so... Yeah, I have a feeling this isn't going to be on your list, and I feel like it's just because of your hatred for the man. Another one of my blood feuds. <laughs> yeah. Why? So, please explain to the people why you hate Gerard Way. Uh, because My Chemical Romance is a terrible, terrible band. And for no other reason. Yes. I feel like he has had sex with every single girl that you've ever loved. No, he even introduced... And that they all loved him and just didn't love you. He even introduced the Aquabats once before the Aquabats took the stage uh, at a show at Comic-Con. And even that was not enough to get him in my good graces. And he even created the Umbrella Academy. And I enjoyed that TV show. But it's still very emo. Well, anyways, this movie features uh, Talking Monkeys. Uh, or Sorry, TV show features Talking Monkeys, Dead People slash Squid Hybrids, uh, Humans in Mass Named Cha-Cha, and a 30-year-old who's in love with a uh, mannequin. Hazel and Chacha were the best part of the show, in my opinion. And they're and way better in the book. Did what's I, his so, face? Number five? Yep. Yeah, and number five was fantastic, too. Ha- number five is way better in the show than in the comic books. Hazel and Chacha are way better in the comic books than in the television show. And That's going from the one off that you've read. Yeah. Uh, and it's the only Umbrella Academy that I've read. Horrible. Yeah, it was not good. Horrible book. Uh, that was my Jewishness coming out. I'm not Jewish, but I would like to one day be chosen by anybody. I mean, you, you can make it happen. You you, you can convert. <laughs> nah, you you don't need someone to like ordain you. It, it's not a knighthood. I'll just be a shiksa forever. Uh, this I think this television show is, is really fun. It's touching. It's absolutely fucking absurd. It's violent beyond belief. And it's really absolutely hilarious. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say about it. Good soundtrack, too, as well. Oh yeah, this the was the year of soundtracks for you. I really like for like comic book movies and TV shows. This was the year of soundtracks. I think people have finally started to realize the thing that really draws people in emotionally, um, on top of whatever you're doing, can be a great soundtrack. They're not going with scores so much anymore. They're kind of doing like a score soundtrack hybrid, and it's I think it's paying dividends. So, my number seven because we're at seven now, right? Uh-huh. My number seven of the year is one that surprised me that ended up on my top ten list of the year. But it's Pennyworth on Epics. I ended up uh, binging the whole thing in like a week and a half. And every time I thought I had that show figured out, something else would happen. And I'm like, oh, this is not the show I thought it was. It would catch me off guard. It was a lot more fun. It was a lot more dark and twist than I expected. But it had this cool level of like this 1950s, 60s, like... British spy level, but like in an alternate earth where people get executed and hung by the gallows, like on live television. Uh, it's Fuck just, yeah. it's just, I know. Yeah. There's something, it's like this classic James Bond film with a hint of like metal, uh, and like Johnny, the homicidal maniac, uh, the Jonah Vasquez comic. Like <laughs> it's, it's way better than I had any business of being. And I can't wait for the second season. You and I reviewed the first episode and it, I will say, if there was a biggest surprise of the year for me, 
It would have been how fucking good I agree. the first episode of Pennyworth was. Like, Sadly for me, I did not watch it. And that is a mistake that maybe I'll one day rectify if I... You know, stumble across it on Hulu. Start drinking a lot of beer. Maybe but, I'm going to pause for an extra second. I, Jesus I think, Christ, Alex. Why are you looking at me like I just killed your children? I think, too, like, we'll talk about other TV shows that we expected to be good. Uh, expected oh, to yeah, be great. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but, like, I would say probably Pennyworth and then second, Harley Quinn were two shows that surprised us for how good they were. I, I hoped that Harley Quinn, when I found out that it was going to be, like, an NC-17 type thing, yeah. was going to be good. I'd hoped... But Pennyworth Penny something we didn't want to watch, but we did oh anyway. Oh my god, yeah. I, I cannot tell you how little I was looking forward to that. I think it was one of like the top ten most dreaded things that I had to do for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Despite all those Although I think too, things that you sent me out on. Like, I think Venom was one of that for us. Like Venom was a film that we weren't looking forward to seeing, and we both ended up enjoying Venom a lot yeah, too. Yeah, that's so true. I guess lowered expectations helps us. Although we also had Dark Phoenix and Hellboy. Oh uh, God! My which of course, sorry for spoiling our one and twos. <laughs> <laughs> God, those movies are such fucking shit. Although we both agreed, Darkwing's like a solid like five or six, like not yeah. as terrible because just because that train sequence at the end. Yeah, that was. Yeah, fucking we're talking about that now because I'm confident that's not in either one of our top tens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Alex, is this the first time that an yes, one hundred percent, yes. Uh. I kind of want to break down. I'm so proud of my podcasting partner right now. He's done such an excellent job. And I say that Alex is my podcasting partner. <laughs> Let me give you a little a brief story. Uh, I love to buy people Christmas gifts. It's one of my absolute favorite things in the entire world. I love giving things. I'm a giver, uh, mostly only sexually. And, all and my to the this. GOP. <laughs> and to the GOP. You're their biggest donator, donor in state. I'd like to think it's so. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I got Alex's wife a really cool, thoughtful gift. I mean, I didn't think it was cool. <laughs> well, that's for reasons... She thought it was cool. Yes. And she thought it was cool. I knew that she was going to think it was cool. And she went online and posted what I had got her. And everyone was like, oh, this is so amazing. This is so cool. And she goes, Thanks. My husband's podcasting partner yes. got it for me. Like, I don't go to the house every single week. Or that you weren't at our wedding. Children, or that I was <laughs> at your wedding. Yeah, just some stranger. Uh, the guy that my husband talks to everyone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That that guy. <laughs> what is his name again? Uh, it's a real strange European sounding name. <laughs> uh, I don't know what my point was. I yeah. just wanted to tell the story. It's a good story. your wife somewhere. I hope she listens to this. All right. So why don't you go ahead and round us off with you're I can, I can close to the ending that, of part friend. one. Uh, I've been drinking. And by the way, we're recording part one and two back to back. So the next episode, you might as well just not even listen to because it will be incoherent. Uh, my number six movie is Spider-Man. Uh, in this movie, Jake Gyllenhaal plays himself in this coming of age <laughs> tale. Uh, this movie is about hot ass Aunt May who is working it. And she bags a millionaire playboy with a Jetter 12. And that's all the movie's about. Is Happy Hogan a billionaire playboy? I don't think he's either one of those things. I'm pretty sure Tony left him a fuck ton of money. He's maybe he's driving Tom Holland around debt. in jets. Uh, he, this guy's got so much money and time on his hands that he's just driving high school kids around in it's his true. jet all the time. Yeah, we as country really need to think about going green, and Happy Hogan is not doing it. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the no. opposite. He him and Kim, Kim Kardashian yeah. are the only reasons this country. Yeah, our carbon is footprint not is sinking thanks to Happy Hogan. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, I think I was going to say before, I liked it. Killing Hall a lot. That was great. I still think Michael Keaton was the better villain. We can do Spider-Man films as Vulture. Uh, and the whole Liz Allen tie, which who did not make an appearance in Far From Home. I really, really love Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's a beautiful psychopath. That guy is out of his fucking mind, and I'm here for it. I'm all about it. Um, but back to this film for a second. What do you think about um, Spider-Man's bud, his best friend? Uh, Ned. Ned. Even though it should Ned be. Ned and his girlfriend yeah. in their breakup, get yes. back together. Oh, my God. It was a whirlwind romance. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely ship them. Uh, <laughs> Neddy is with a couple name. What do you think of um, Zendaya in this film? She's okay. I'm not a huge Zendaya fan. Uh, it's you heard it here. Alex is absolutely racist and hates MJ and black people. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they made an improvement by getting rid of the red hair, like apparent, like like every redhead character in uh, things. I was kind, of, I was kind of over it. Uh, I'm yeah. glad that they wanted. I had no problem. She's fine. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's much of a stretch What's... to act as a disinterested teenager. <laughs> Little top notch performance. Did you watch Euphoria on HBO? No, I'll never watch anything done by the son of Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson is great. I don't need to see what his progeny does. Fair enough. Uh, what's your number six, Alex? My number six and our final one of this episode is The Mandalorian. Um, okay. The first original series on Disney Plus that we talked about. For some reason, we didn't talk about the role according to Jeff Goldblum or <laughs> or the one date Disney shorts. I don't know why. Despite there being so many comics, it's like the world according to Jeff Goldblum has like 350 issues and I can't yeah, believe exactly. we it. Uh, but, I mean, The Mandalorian was great. Like, had an amazing set of directors who every single one of them except for one made a cameo in an episode throughout the series. Yeah. Uh, Baby Yoda is the greatest thing to happen this year. Like, that's not even up for debate. The memes, holy shit, yeah. the memes this year. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I... I mean, Pedro Pascal was perfect uh, to have a show where the main character, uh, spoiler for the end, but basically never shows his face the entire series. Incredible, but still giving a performance with not being able to visit like to emote with your face was incredible. I mean, you see his face in the end for the majority of the series. Okay, uh, okay, for the majority. Uh, uh, anything with Taiko ITD playing a role in anything is automatically yeah. an amazing show. Uh, that being said, please go watch what we do in the shadows. It's true. I made sure I waited until it was all bingeable, and then I watched it in a day and a half. It's available on Hulu if you're in the U.S. to, yeah. to binge. FX Networks, please go watch that. Anyways, back to The Mandalorian. Holy shit, this movie, not this movie, this TV show. Uh, I was talking about this with another friend of mine. And we said it is seems like cutscenes from a video game. Yeah. Just the most beautiful, well thought out, wonderfully produced in the cinematography in this is bar fucking none. And it's just a huge pay. Like people were complaining that like each episode like feels like it's just like its own adventure, which I'm fine with that. Cause like that's yeah. like serial traditional, like your life television. They're but, all bottle episodes. Yeah. And it's totally cool. But in the end it all comes together. So you, so you get this that's really strong payoff. Yep. Uh, and plus you got to have in the last episode, Adam Pally, Jason Sudeck is playing stormtroopers. Uh, <laughs> and they were amazing in it as well. Uh, the cameos in this show are great. We mentioned Brian Posehn, uh, in the first episode, uh, Horatio Sand, we talk about TD I mentioned earlier and all the directors except for Bryce Dallas, How- Dallas Howard played a role too. Pretty kind of crazy. Yeah. That, that yeah I, I'm excited to hear that John Favreau is now going to have 
least some hand in the Star Wars universe going forward because we have no idea what's happening with Star Wars universe films going forward. We know we're right. getting an Obi Wan show, uh, and I can't remember his name. Uh, if you watch the Golden Globes, he looks like he's fucking ready for it. Too. Yeah, and we're getting a uh, says I can't remember his name, Cassian. Uh, Diggle and his character from Rogue One are getting a TV show from him as well too, but uh-huh. nothing for uh, the movies yet. So we'll see what that's going to be going forward with him and Feige. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. My leather shoe is making noise on the leather couch. I'm not farting right now, but it'd be a lot cooler if I was. It's a great way to really round out this <laughs> first part of our year end yeah. episode. <laughs> Good. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about our top five of the year and okay. what movie we're looking forward to yeah. the most next year. Next week for us is 10 minutes in the future. It's true. Yeah. Uh, that's called because basically time lords. Uh, <laughs> sorry for edge everything. Lords. Yeah. Lords. <laughs> okay. We're close to being edge lords. Yes. <laughs> uh, for the Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex. Wait, no. You can always email us at Hinchman of Comics at gmail.com. Uh, if you go back in time in two years, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, if you go now, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, who knows how long it's been since we posted on Facebook. Uh, but send me a message because I would love to hear from you and your mom. For the Hinchman of Comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I want to be with your mom. Hinchman ain't easy. 